The mini army made their way up to the mother tree show. The corruption inside the tree led them to be attacked by some spiny plants who they were able to dispatch after some struggle. They continued on until they reached a dead end where, after reaching out to the wood, they saw the golden words appear. The other mother bears a heart, plays her part from the start. A second out from the same door, another forest waits once more. Touch the gleam of arcanic hand of lore, reach where the second out was once before. Eventually, Yiden decided to try touching and healing the tree. The wood retracted and they were able to enter the chamber of the heart. After a long rest to recover some spell slots, they made their assault on Isbit and the orc, who went down immediately. They attempted to question Isbit until, realizing he was doomed, he took his own life. Then they set themselves to destroying the buildings. After a great deal of effort, they finally fell, crushing most of the remaining goblins. Kormith placed the heart back in its place, and the bog returned to its healthy self. No lost fogs, no dour surroundings, and the dryad Usurai revealed herself to be the spirit of the mother tree. She told them about the devil Gazaran, who was once nothing but a minor demon, but tricked the archangel uh, Elvial into smiting Asmodeus. After she left, Gazarat took Asmodeus's heart and place. Yusurai told them that Gazarat uses the stone fist as his hand, and they remembered the prophecy that they heard via Grana's memories of Elrus. She also revealed that the dew would help Grana's people, but it would not take away the illness that was caused by Gazarat. Yusurai took them down to the base of the tree and returned to it, clearing away the rubble and damage by, re by rejoining her tree form. Gobi and the Bullywogs joined them, and they returned to the village, who celebrated a bittersweet victory. Cormig told Gag to protect the town, and then they boarded their ship, now dubbed the Grandpa Gag, and headed to save Granis Forest with a yee-haw. Alright, welcome to Arc 3. Hell yeah. All right, hell yeah. So we're about, what, a tenth of the way through what you got planned? Oh, there's 14 arcs presently in the plan. So, you know, like, these were... I'm real and, curious know. what characters finished this. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since the first arc was definitely way shorter than all the other arcs. Anyway, so the three of you are going to be making your trip from the uh, Crocrotoid Bog all the way across Drim. You're basically crossing the entire realm to get to Grana's uh, forest of uh, the Blooming Eichbell uh, and to specifically Blybrook. There's gonna be a lot of travel for you to do. So you've got uh, a couple of options. You can either follow the roads through Goresby or you can cut through Melonheim. But after that, it should be uh, a pretty straight shot for the most part to Blybrook. Goresby's where the uh, black market is, right? Yes. Now the question is, do we have time to stop at the black market? <laughs> I think that's up to Grana. I would say probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, it's not going to be a one-day journey. Like we're going to need to stop somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took you it took you uh, three days to get from Goresby to the Crocrotoy Bog. So this is it's going to be like a a, a two-week journey <laughs> to get to Blybrook. Shit. All right. Then let's go shopping. <laughs> okay. 
So a couple days go by, the three of you are making your way through the uh, bog. Uh, you make it out past the trees, uh, eventually as they start thinning a little bit, and uh, back out into the fields between the north and Goresby. You start getting into sort of that Goresby area and things get a little bit more broken down, a little bit more torn up. Uh, since Goresby is has not stopped being a ruined city in the week that you were in the bog. And you eventually make your way south through there. And you see that there seems to be a medium-sized army uh, to the south of Goresby. Uh, not in Goresby, but nearby that are, are just sort of placed there at the moment. Uh, if um, any of you want to do a perception check. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna say, like, can I make an investigation check or something? But perception is that each of us or just one? Hey, that's a six. Guys, there's a lot of people out there. I think. Yeah, you think maybe party? Man, party? Oh, guys, maybe I can go play for them. Good natured get together. Oh, good. Oh, no, mine was shit. I got a nat twenty. I rolled a one. I rolled a one and then re-rolled because I'm lucky and got a two, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, much better. Okay, yeah. Rana and Yeevan, you look out over, uh, you have to look past the whole city of Goresby in order to see this town. And you notice that there's a bunch of people there, but you know, you don't remember if they were there before, you know, whatever. Cormith, you've fought in this city, you recognize a standing army when you see one. And you, you know, you've had the precedent of you've had to see things that were going on from very far away in this very city as well. And you see that very flagrantly, this army is um, holding up the banner of the Stone Fist. More specifically, these are orcs. And you get the sense that these are orcs who are trying to figure out why their uh, messenger never returned from Krokratoi. Kronahid, these are orcs. They fight for the stone fist. I recognize an army when I see one, but they don't look, they don't look like they have much direction or leadership. I know that when I see it too. <laughs> well, I don't want them following us. We got to keep them as far away from us as possible. Well, it's an army. It probably can't march at the same rate this boat can fly. I doubt that. Uh, I bet we're faster. Exactly. That's my point. Oh, sorry. I missed something. No, I missed okay. you. It's okay. Do, uh, it looks like waiting for somebody. Oh, we we did kill an orc, you know, a couple of days ago, right? Yes, we did. And that was, uh, I believe he was a higher up in the Stone Fist. So it makes sense that they are convening at all. Even you're not good in battle, but you are good at tricking. Uh, this Can is you trick them? Well, what if we just avoid them? What if we trick them? <laughs> okay, but why? And for what purpose? It's an army of the Stone Fist. We want to disband it. We don't want to fight it later in the campaign. <laughs> Military campaign. Cormie, they're a whole army, and we cannot... I don't know if we would have the power to be able to distract them or move them on elsewhere. I'm sure they're looking for us, so if we draw their attention, they will likely attack. Orcs like beer. Even likes beer. I am a good liar, but I, um... 
You know, I don't know if I am interested in trying to lie to an entire army today. Tomorrow. <laughs> Call me what you will, Koromith, but I'd like to fight another battle. Maybe we should move on and not talk to anyone here. We should just keep going, because if we can draw as little attention to ourselves as possible, hopefully we can avoid their attention. Are we in the city right now? You're just outside of it. You are up to the north by the, the ruined spire. They are all the way to the south, uh, where you first entered, sort of past the ruins. So when you came in, just to sort of give you a something that your characters would know already, you're on the far north end. The black market is up on the north end, and the the like regular, more regular market areas. Uh, or like other people who are sort of like living in the grime are more towards the south. Uh, and the army itself is not in the city, it's just to the south of it. Okay. Karana, I'll I'll leave the final decision up to you on whether or not we uh, we pass this this uh, opportunity uh, here or not. But I think that if we not necessarily sneak around, but try and keep a relatively low profile, Certainly at the first sign of orcs in the town, I would say we should leave. But before then, I don't see that it would hurt too much. The army's quite a way off. The town here doesn't really have enough supplies for them. So they may not bother with much around here. To try disguise? I do have some disguises with me. I say we poke around a little bit. I don't know that we're that high a priority of target yet. Certainly, I, it seems to be that the uh, word has gotten around that uh, we've killed Dask, but uh, at, at the same time, um, I don't know if we would be immediately recognized, especially by an underling. If I do remember correctly, there was a eye tattoo on Isbit and it faded. So that tells me someone was watching and that makes me nervous. All right, I, uh, I, I, I see. Oh, I see that that would be concerning. Uh, again, so, Rana, I'll leave the final decision up to you. If you think we should pass, let's move on. What are you hoping to get at the market? I'm just well, curious. I've just got some leather armor on. I could really use some slightly better armor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so long as we disguise ourselves, I, I'm more comfortable with it. Well, I do happen to have uh, a couple disguises with me. So, uh... I can disguise myself as a Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I guess then, uh, let's, let's, uh, head on in and, and everybody be careful. So, I'm, I'm actually going to, uh, put on, like, a disguise. So you're, you can use your proficiency with that disguise kit, uh, but go ahead and roll a deception check. That would be a 17? Okay, cool. So that's just going to be uh, active whenever uh, you have someone uh, come up and start to like talk to you. Then uh, they'll just roll their perception to see if they recognize you. Uh, what are the What are you two doing? <laughs> I'm going to step off the grandpa gig and disguise myself as a Goliath. Okay, roll a deception check with disadvantage. 19 and a 14, so 14. Oh, wait, right, that's not that bad. <laughs> Hello, I am a Goliath. Yes, I am a Goliath. You may ask me questions later. 
That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, and Grana? Um, I'm basically just going to cover myself in like a shawl and try to cover my face as much as possible. Okay. Go ahead and roll the deception. 18. Okay. So you make your way into town. Yeah. Those are all pretty decent rolls. So you make your way into town and you don't have to go too far. Uh, This is a, uh, like I said, it's pretty close to uh, the same part on uh, of town that you were already near. And eventually you do find the black market. There's a few less Kenku around here. It looks like some of them like were sort of sketched out by the army and left, but there's still uh, plenty of Kenku uh, boasting their wares around, uh, just maybe a little bit more quietly. Uh, they're a little bit more like whisper from the shadows, like come into my shop. Cool, I'll go first then. Cool, okay. So also, I came up with my and... secret identity. Yeah? Is Torami Munderbans Kuthalakame. They're never going to suspect me. Never. Never. <laughs> go ahead and roll me a d20. Roll. That's an eight. Okay. And then go ahead and roll me a uh, d6. D6. That's a three. Okay. Roll an intelligence check. Roll an intelligence check. Ooh, I like it. Oh, shit, friend, that is an 18 plus 2 is a 20. Okay. Um, you see one Kanku that calls you over and says, You are, are back here. I, I, You are looking for armor? I have this set right here. Uh, and you look at it, and you realize that it is uh, actually... It looks very familiar, that armor. Like, you, you saw it last time you were here. I roll an insight check to see if I recognize the Kenku. Sure. That's a 21. This was one of the Kenku that kind of screwed you over last time. Yeah. Hello. Um, I think, friend, I'm I'm going to take my business elsewhere. I'm, I'm sorry to have uh, disturbed you. And I'm going to try and leave. I can give you a good price. Yeah, well, a good price on trash is still cheap trash. The Kenku says, well... You wouldn't want additional armor anyway. It might weigh you down too much. <sighs> Thanks for the advice, uh, but I'm going to continue looking elsewhere. Am I nearby? Like, or did you just like, kind of walk off from the group? I don't think I would have walked off from the group. I think that we probably kind of just like all got to the market and we just kind of like stood there looking at it and like just kind of like noticed that it was different. And then I was the first one to like move towards someone. So I don't think I won. Okay. Friend, he's challenging your strength. Don't back down. Well, I'm not very strong, Koromith. I'm pretty sure you remember that. Still, don't back down. I'm gonna, like, take Koromith off to the side and say, Koromith, this this Kenku screwed me over last time. I don't I don't want to buy from him again. But that was only on the dagger. Was it not? I... Um, uh, he even went to a different Kanku uh, for the other item. That was what? I don't remember what it was. Okay. It was, it was I think, the... Oh, yeah, the acid one. Yeah. No, that was no the acid hand crossbow I purchased in our first town. It was the yeah. dagger that let me attune to resistance to lightning. That's right. Yes. But this one, uh, this one tried to screw me over, and I think I caught wind of it. Okay. <laughs> Did you see any potions? I remember there being potions here last time, but I don't remember where. 
Uh, let's let's look around for it together. I'll uh, I'll take my second my second attempt uh, later. Cormac, did you want to roll for uh, potion? Yeah, I want to take a look around, see if anybody's got some potions, because you know well, we could we could use them. Yeah, so, you come across a Kenku that has this tall box with a whole bunch of drawers, and they pull out uh, little drawers, and there's all sorts of uh, vials of varying shapes, sizes, uh, and colors of liquid. Hmm. Go ahead and roll a d20. Sure, ten. Okay. Yep. Okay, roll a, another d20. Three. Okay. Yeah, you see that there is. Uh, one particular vial that this Kanku takes out and sort of indicates for you that uh, has this bubbling green potion inside. And uh, the Kanku says, this will bless you with extra power in battle. One moment. I need to think. Grana, can you check this for me? <laughs> Gladly. Uh, the established rules of the black market is that you can't check it until you've bought it. No, oh, I want it inside. Oh. But I can see through the bottle. Okay, then, then I'm gonna I'm gonna use my detect magic and see if I can actually detect anything here. Uh, I mean, I'll, okay, I'll allow it. Um, yeah, there's there's magic coming from this file. Okay. Um. So he, so here, hang on one moment. So Constitution is my spellcasting ability. I'm gonna. You fail to glow a color corresponding to the school of magic you detect. You choose the colors. I don't know what schools of magic there are. So I have to look that up. But I'm going to roll I'm for a right Okay, well. I'll just say I'll, what color it is and what school okay. of magic that means. You don't have to come with it yourself okay. unless you really want to. I, I really don't because I don't know very many colors except for star colors. Um, okay, so. you you Oh, I faintly glow a color. Sorry. So I guess you can tell me just what, what school that is. I'm going to roll. That is a 12, it's a constitution, plus 2, as a 14. Okay. Yeah, Koromith, you, uh, sorry, uh, what was it, Toromith? Uh, Toromith. You begin to glow uh, a slight yellow, which indicates the school of enchantment. Uh, and the Kenku Ooh. says, are you going to buy or what? How much do you want for this? Uh, go ahead and roll me a D100. D100, you got it. Uh, I like that he right. just started glowing yellow, and then this Kanku's like, are you going to buy it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I roll a 65. 65? Yeah. Uh, is it? Yes, it's fine. Yep. Okay. So the Kanku says, this can be yours for just 45 gold. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna throw an enthusiastic handshake to this Kanku because uh, I'm taking the deal. <laughs> yeah, this this Kanku shake puts out a feathery hand uh, and you shake it. Uh, it the Kanku briefly looks worried for its arm, um, but uh, eventually <laughs> the handshake does end much to the relief of the Kanku and she hands you the potion. And I'm just All gonna, right, uh, hell yeah. Slip that I just took gold out. In the moment I can, I'm going to have Grana check this potion out now that I have it. All right. Grana. Who's next? Come over here and take a look at this. Let's wait until the end, oh, just so yeah. we're not doing this constant yeah. process. Yeah, while uh, while Koromith is kind of, like, poking around there, I'm just going to, you know, kind of wander a little bit. Not in a way that would necessarily, like, draw attention to myself, but just kind of, like, keeping, a, keeping an eye out for somebody who might uh, not fuck me over. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a, a d20. Let's roll. That's a five. 
Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a uh, a d6. That would be a two. Even you, you don't really see any armor around, uh, but as you are shopping, there is uh, one very small kanku. You think maybe they're even a child? Uh, they just have like a couple items around, uh, but you do see this uh, miniature uh, harp that uh, has is made of this beautiful wood and these beautiful strings. Um, and the kanku says, I see it has caught your eye. Please try it, uh, look at it. And if you want, buy it. Hmm. So is this, was that an invitation to like actually inspect it? Sure. Okay, I guess I'll roll investigation. Okay. Hey, that's an 18. Okay. This is a really uh, quality made harp. I'm not gonna tell you any like magic properties about, yeah, uh, about it or anything, uh, but this is like, uh, this is beautifully carved. It's really intricate. Um, you can see like up the side are carvings of like elves uh, that like, when you look at it long enough, you realize that these are like Feywild elves and uh, there's like celebrating some sort of spring festival. Uh, and this is just like a mini harp. Uh, you can see that all the way up the side. And then the um, the uh, outside, like the far end, the long end of the harp is this braided wood. And the, the, the strings are, are very uh, like soft and, and nice. Wow, okay. Um, this is a, this is a remarkable instrument you have here. Thank um, you. I'm very interested in, in purchasing this from you. It is a very rare treasure. Go ahead and roll a D100. Okay. While he's rolling, I just want to say thank you for saying, like, for specifying it's a harp. At first, I thought it was a heart, and I thought he was inspecting a heart. I just want to say that. For <laughs> 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 oh. I got an 88. Okay. The, the Kenku says, this is a great treasure, and there are many Kenku here who will swindle you because they find these items and they just sell them. They don't always, uh, they, they like indicate for you to come closer. They usually don't know what it is they're selling, but I found this and it is something good and beautiful and it is hard to part with, but it deserves to be somewhere other than here. So I will sell it to you for 120 gold. You offer me a great price for this. But unfortunately, I don't have 120 gold. I do, however, have 90 gold. Well, roughly 90 gold. It's 89 gold. And um, an interesting dagger that you uh, may find useful. This child looks at you and says, Oh no, do not sell this child the poison cursed dagger. <laughs> do not. Do it. Deception check. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No. Yeah. No, I will I will give you the <laughs> difference. This is 22. I need to get rid of this item. <laughs> I will we can um, throw it in a river. <laughs> kids gotta so learn early, dude. Hold on. The Kanku child rolled a nat 20, which means they do actually technically oh. beat you. Oh uh, no. Because a nat 20 is a uh an instant success. Yeah, I know. Well, um, anyway, I'm uh, I, I can I can I uh, insert myself uh, quick? 
Can I just say that, like, okay. this was more of a reach than anything else? I, I do have quite a bit of remorse for trying to sell what appears to be a child of a very, a very bad piece of uh, equipment. So uh, I like noticed them. Um, I, I'm going to say like I'm, I'm, I, uh, I noticed them like see right through my bullshit. And I'm like, you know what? That was wrong of me. I'm sorry. And I'm just going yeah, like, to put it back. When in the they bed. see through you, like, you know, they have mostly beaks, but you see just a big frown at the back of their beak up here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and they say, I do not think that this harp should go to someone who would do something so cruel. And they put the harp away. Yeah, that's understandable. You and uh, I'm sorry. Like, we probably could use that harp. That probably would have been awesome. Like, later on, there would have been another, like, one hit kill boss, but now we can't do it because he tried right. to fuck this kid over. I mean, it also could have been another dagger of the vengeful dead. And had I tried to strum it, I would have immediately been teleported to the Fey Wild and killed. Or not. Uh, well, since you can no longer get it, uh, I'll tell you that you just gave up a legendary item. Ah, uh, well. You. Hey, you know, the dice tell an interesting story, and uh, this time it wasn't uh, wasn't so great for me, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, Grana, upon seeing this all go down, is going to go up to this small child and offer them a piece of candy because I feel bad. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm sorry for my friend. <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> Take this their, consolation. <laughs> uh, their eyes glow and say, thank you for your kindness. And they pull out a uh, small vial, which you recognize as just like a regular health potion. And they give it to you. And they glare at Yeevan. <laughs> and they say, someone as kind as you should find better company. I think that almost every other day. But these, these gentlemen are better than they may seem to you. Uh, the child nods and eats the, eats the candy and looks very pleased. <laughs> Um, I, I want to ask you, child, really quick before we go. Uh, how long has this army been outside of Garesby? My name is Tiri. You can call me Tiri. Tiri. Beautiful name. Thank you. Uh, the army has been here for um, just a day or two. They just arrived. Uh, we could hear them coming, though, because they are loud and they stink. Uh, and even with Kenku noses, we could tell. Uh, so I probably will leave soon because I don't have much reason to stay. Um, but they have not been here long. That would be very smart for you to go. We don't know what kind of trouble they will bring. Thank you very much. And yeah, that's all. I'm not going to buy anything. Okay. So Cool. So, uh, so I'll just leave then. Uh, I'll just read real quick how... Uh, Yeevan could have used that harp to control the weather and to cast uh, Cure Wounds at a fifth level each day and to uh, just be able to create a wall of thorns. Is it the, uh, Olam, is it the Olam harp? Uh, it's the Amstrith harp. Okay. That's the other legendary harp in the Forgotten Where? Realms book. <laughs> <sighs> you are a fool, even. <laughs> I am a fool, and today I've only fooled myself. Good, good uh, lesson for life. Go ahead and roll perception checks. I got a six. I'm fucking bummed about losing this harp and, like, deceiving a child. I'm, like, 
sort of internally distraught and not paying attention at all. You should be. That probably holding that dagger might have killed that child. <laughs> I got a nine minus one, so I got an eight. Uh, I got fourteen. Uh, Grana, you feel uh, a hand on your shoulder, uh, and you uh, you turn around very quickly, and you see uh, a familiar face. Uh, it's Gobi Waterwalker. What? Um, and he says, "Hello, I have come to join your quest." Gobi, you should have said something while we were in town. I was trying to organize things in town, but I realized that Geg had things covered, so I have come to join you. I am not originally from the Bob, so I uh, didn't feel a particular attachment to being there, and it seems like you are doing bigger things. Well, we are happy to have you, Gobi. Thanks. Don't trust me, Gobi. I'm a I'm a shameful liar. Shh, don't be so loud in this market. Let's go back to the gang. <laughs> so I still want Gronin to check this potion. Yeah. Um, you you head back uh, towards your ship uh, where you'll be able to check that. Um, as you start to get a little bit further away from this, you hear the army start to march through town, but you, you make your way out and back to the ship and you the, the four of you uh, board it. And uh, Cormith, you uh, you now have the chance to have Grana check this. Grana, take a look at this. Okay, what should I roll? You can roll an Arcana check. Uh, Fifteen. You can't quite tell what this does. You get the feeling that uh, it has sort of a, a mixed effect uh, when it's when it's uh, drank. You know that it definitely like modifies the person who drinks it. Not like somebody would grow wings or something, but you know, like uh, like a bell. Yeah, some kind of stat change. Cormier. Also, I just want to check really quick. Did you just roll a straight 15? No, that was an 11 plus 4. Okay. Cormier, this is a potion that has some kind of buffing effect, but I don't know exactly which one. It could weaken it? Uh, not likely. I think it would strengthen you, more likely. You would have to drink it and find out, I guess. And I don't think it would be permanent, so you'd have to use it wisely. Okay, so Gobi looks around sort of at your skimmer and says, I know that I saw this before, but it is a sick ride that you've got here. Yeah, it is. I should go double check on Liero, make sure she's okay. You are past the point that you would see Liero, but you can... If we went um, back in town. Yeah. Grana, it might be fairly dangerous for us to go check on Liero right now, and perhaps for her safety, it would be best that we don't. Yeah, as you've been investigating, the orcs have continued to move uh, through and into the town. Yeah, perhaps you're right. Maybe we, sh- we should head out. The farther, the farther we can get from this army, the better. Uh, and the, the army doesn't seem to notice your ship off to the side. Yeah, I'm going to start uh, sailing out of there. Yeehaw! Okay. Yeah, you you uh, take off uh, your your ship, the Grandpa Gig, skimming over the over the ground uh, and heading out uh, to the west. You got like an eight to ten day journey ahead of you. You pass through a number of different towns and and villages uh, as you go across the plains of Brim. If you want to stop at any of these towns, uh, you can you can definitely do so. Uh, pick up some supplies. Otherwise, you'll just have to let me know what you do during these 10 days. 
So I know it's not like probably not super interesting, but I think my interaction in the town is probably going to be a pretty like shaping event. Um, Cause I, I tried to sell a dagger that if the child had used it, could have killed it. And that's no good. That's just a big what skis. I, I mean, I know, but, like, I definitely don't want to treat this like a lot of, like, like I don't want to treat this campaign like a lot of people uh, treat D&D campaigns where it's like, everyone who's not a playable character and isn't in my party is expendable. So I think, like, and especially because, like, my character is supposed to be a folk hero. Like, I think that that's kind of something that is going to not resonate super well with me, and I'm going to think on that quite a bit. So I'll probably be pretty quiet for the next, like, week or so as I try and figure my shit out. Okay. At one point, uh, Gobi approaches you and uh, says, I know we didn't know each other for long, but you seemed like you were cheerier before. Uh, Is there a cloud over you at this point? Ah, Gobi. Yeah. It's um, something that... I I noticed back in the town uh, of of Garesby in the market I I had an opportunity to buy perhaps one of the most beautifully crafted instruments I've ever seen and in order to do so I attempted to deceive a child and give them a cursed weapon in exchange or I guess in part exchange for the uh, the item, and that isn't something I would have done in the past. That seems very callous of me. I can only think that my my mothers would be so ashamed of me. Uh, Gobi nods and says, "You know, I grew up on the streets. I was an orphan." And I often found myself outside of what I thought I would be doing. And it was strange to be a stranger in my own body. So I don't know how to make you feel better, but these are strange times. And perhaps you will have a chance to change your choices. Strange times. Strange strange times indeed, Gobi. Thank you for your advice. Dude, I love that Gobi's from like the school of hard knocks. (laughs) I mean Gobi's a Gobi's a like snake rogue. It's pretty it's pretty sweet actually. Yeah, it's sweet. Sweet. Um, I want to. I want to spend most of the time trying to educate Cormeth on what planes are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a give me a snippet of that. So, okay, Cormeth. Can, can I roll a saving throw? <laughs> Why? Because I'm not intelligence into check. Okay, I'll do that. I'll roll a saving throw. That's gonna be a fourteen minus. Um. Intelligence is zero, so 14. <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> in terms of me. Are you trying not to gain this knowledge? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so, 
So, Cormeth, we are in the mortal plane, and my brother Elris is in a different plane. So he is not in this current world. There the are the dead plane. There are well, that there is one like a plane of death. I I believe. I don't know what its real name is, but yes, that where all the dead spirits go essentially and there there's the astral plane where all the huh. gods live and but i met one yes he was here sometimes sometimes they cross these boundaries into our own plane which is the mortal plane and so we cannot see what is in the other planes unless there happens to be some kind of doorway or portal into it planes have doors uh in a matter of speaking yes well, so where's the door that we send them through to the dead plane? Oh, if only we could know that. There would be well, so many. Morning cutters, the door. I've sent them through. So where's the door to the god plane? We're, try we're trying to we figure that out. Here. Real quick. You have heard of some, like, literal doors to other planes. Uh, there are a couple of different death planes, depending on uh, religion. Uh, since there are uh, a bunch of, of gods, there is, a, as uh, as Grandma said, the, the astral plane uh, and such. There's definitely ways to slip between them, uh, and there's definitely people who have visited the realm of, of death, uh, but they're usually, like, legendary kinds of people who are, like, immensely powerful or are using immensely powerful items uh, in order to do so. Right. I feel like in the Goliath villages, those would have just been stories only. Yeah. So, uh, actually, roll a roll a history check, Cormeth, real quick. You did meet Cormeth, and he was just a legend, right? Um, I got a two. A two? Never mind. <laughs> Damn it! Dude. Damn it. Yep. That's the way it is. That's the story of the dice tell. So, Cormeth, there there are these old time legends of people going through these passageways into different realms into different planes and it, it usually it requires very strong magic or very powerful magical items and that is why it is so hard to go between the realms uh it is very complicated but there are multiple planes i assure you uh <laughs> we'll get there someday that's all I've got. Hey. Uh, and Cormeth, what are you doing doing it during this week when Grana isn't trying to educate you? Well, I'm going to sharpen morning cutter because we always got to keep morning cutter good and ready to go. And then during the times where I'm not sharpening morning cutter and there's really no like danger to look out for, I'm going to be working on much work. Excellent, excellent in character. <laughs> It's cool to twerk on an airship or, or, you know, an airboat, you know, this thing. Yeah, I'm going to say that Gobi watches that as well and says, what is it that you are doing? I've heard it's the, the twerk. That's why even calls me Thunderbuns. And then I'm going I'm to demonstrate a little bit. I'm going to, I have a cantrip called Thunderclap. When he does this, I'm going to, I'm going to cast Thunderclap. <laughs> Okay, roll roll a performance with advantage. Six and an eight, and it's plus two, so ten. Ten. Okay. Um, the the thunderclap is a little bit off of when you're actually doing the twerk. Uh, so it's a little bit uh like you're just sort of like quietly twerking while there's thunder going on. Uh, Thunderbirds. And Gobi says, "I'm not 
certain I understand. <laughs> Go, do this, squat. <laughs> he turns around and reveals that he really does not have any sort of ass. He's just got like snake butt. Squat. I, I, um, okay. You're best to just go with it, Gobi. Now convulse like you've been shot. Uh, uh, he falls to the ground and just starts, like, essentially uh, doing something kind of like the worm, but not in any sort of coordinated way. Well, he is a snake, right? So he's just kind of doing a snake slither. <laughs> uh, like, he has legs, um, but, like, it very much rapidly sure. goes from just, like, back into suddenly legs, and there's not really, like, a butt. Um, and he's not very good at the worm, either. Gobi, we will start working out at every dawn. We will get you that butt. Okay. And so for the remainder of the time, every dawn, I want to work out with Gobi for one hour each dawn, and we're just going to do squats. We're just going to do squats all the time because we got to build his work up. I'm going to roll, uh, I'm going to roll like five D20s and see, see overall how things go. (laughs) There's a 16. Oh yeah. Point of strength. (laughs) Uh, Then there's an eight, a six. A six and a three. Oh, uh, so it seems like he kind of fell off in the end. Might have got a little lazy with his uh, squats. All right, I got it. Go, he's a quitter. At the, end. the very last day, uh, after oh, okay. these days of like struggling, uh, he's like, Ugh, poor me. Did you see? I did two squats. And I did 40. We will have to work you up there. <laughs> Someday you may be a warrior. But for now, at least you can clean the skiff. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Gobi like stands at the front and just like poses in the wind for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as all this is happening, um, you uh, you cross through these plains. You pass by the huge forest that you first all met in. You can see uh, sort of where where Cheerden and Hufferfilm would roughly be. You you pass south of Drimlel, the the great capital. Uh, you can see the the huge cities uh, like in motion. Uh, it's it's down at at the bottom of some hills, so you can get a pretty good view over it. Uh, you make your way down uh, around the lake, uh, past the 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 pastures. Of, of great beasts, um, and uh, finally, you are outside the Blooming Adabel. The, the Blooming Adabel is the forest where I grew up. It is where Blybrook resides. Ah. It, we are nearly there. <sighs> this has been a long journey. I've been gone so long. Yeah, you pull uh, your, your ship in between these trees. Um, it's not nearly as difficult as it was navigating the swamp, uh, although obviously the trees are uh, much, much smaller. Um, and uh, Grana, uh, eventually you, um, the, the forest looks increasingly familiar and you reach uh, just outside of your town uh, and you can, uh, you can see it. You've only been gone for about a month. Yeah, that sounds right. But, uh, uh, shit, I don't know where to go first. I didn't I didn't plan on ahead. Grana, you are from here, right? Yes. 
How tall are the doorways? Ooh. Um, well, they're for halflings. I will say that. <laughs> so half. They're about half, at least half your size, yes. <laughs> oh, no. We'll need to make some accommodations for you. I think maybe I'll just camp on the boat out here. All right. Hope. Well, yep. We'll, we'll see what we can muster up here. I think I want to go to probably the hospital or something, like a hospital-ish infirmary thing. I would imagine that's where all the sick kids are. Yeah, as you're pulling into town, folks start to recognize you. There are people, you know, waving and saying, like, Grana's back, and going, Grana, is that your ship? (laughs) And there are a couple folks running around, uh, but you notice that if you had, uh, even when you left a month ago, there were more folks out and about and uh, feeling well. The people that are around uh, look tired um, and a little worn out. Okay. Actually, instead of like a hospital, I want to go um, to the village elders and tell them about what we've learned, what we have. Yeah, you pull up to a reasonably large building uh, for the town that is. Uh, that is uh, the the place where the uh, elders meet, and you see that there is a session going on as you park your ship and go inside. Uh, and you notice that there are a couple of spots that are empty, and a couple of them look pretty weak, but they, they turn when they see you enter. Friends and family, I have come such a long way, and I have some help. It's only temporary. I could not find my brother Elris, but I was able to find the dew of the mother tree that can help heal these people at least temporarily, until we find the permanent solution. Uh, the the elders uh, look sad when they uh, hear that you were not able to find Ellie's, but they look intrigued when when you tell them of this. And, um, you know, they're elders to you. So one of them says, Grana, it's so good to hear that you had something to treat our people. What do you mean? that there's something that still needs to be done. Did you not find a cure? Unfortunately, no. Uh, the the mother tree's dew is only a temporary salve, and there's a much bigger conflict that needs to be resolved. The waking scourge seems to be an effect of Gazerat and Osmodius and powers way beyond our understanding. Uh, they look really startled. They... Don't necessarily, uh, only a couple of them seem to have any idea of who Gazerat is, but uh, when you say Osmodius, all of them uh, gasp, and uh, a couple of them uh, sort of mutter to each other uh, and say, how can we be involved with something with Osmodius? I don't know, I I can't imagine that we've done something so terrible. Uh, And the first one you spoke to uh, turns to you again and says, is there, are we in, in danger? Is is Osmodius coming here? I wish I knew the answer to that. Um, unfortunately, me and my companions here came across a group called the Stone Fist, and Gazerot took Osmodius's place and is using the Stone Fist as his army, essentially. And uh, unfortunately, 
we have ended up on the wrong side of them. And it seems that they are looking to take over Drim. And if we don't stop them, then our whole village will no longer be. Uh, a couple of the el- elders start hyperventilating a little bit. Oh no. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to uh, step in and try and like use my uh, like charismatic sense to like reassure these people. People, I may not be from here. Grana is very strong and we're searching for the answers. We don't have them yet, but we promise you this. We will keep you safe. Roll that chorizo. Roll that chorizo. Uh, that's a, I got some good charisma. Oh, but I rolled badly. Oof. Hey, that's a six. The elders say, yes, we, we know that Grana's strong, but she, she can't fight Asmodeus. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm gonna chime in because I just what the hell? Want, let's all chime in. I just want you to keep making those noises. I didn't do that. So from outside whatever chamber this is, I wanna kneel down because I'm probably outside and I can't get inside. And so I'm gonna kneel down and yell in the doorway. Um I am Corley Thunderbuzz Mutalakman <laughs> Descendant of Promise. If there's a fight to be won, I will win it. And that's all I'm gonna yell. Okay, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Uh, let's see, persuasion. I got a six plus zero, so I got a six. <laughs> Y'all are not rolling hot tonight. Well, we rolled hot earlier, and now we can't roll. <laughs> I, I'm. <Yeah. laughs> Elders, I'm, I must apologize for my friends. These are my companions that have helped me get this far, and they are the reason I am. I am here to talk with you today. You must forgive their informalities. Brona, in just a moment, I'm going to have you roll a, a persuasion check for that. Uh, but Gobi is going to speak up and say, I am new to this adventuring party that you see before you. And uh, uh, <laughs> he looks at Cormith, off to the side of you. Uh, and one of them screams, Giant! <laughs> and Gobi says, individually, we are not strong enough to fight Asmodeus, but with the help that Grana can bring you, we can become strong enough. So Grana, go ahead and, and roll a, a persuasion. 15 plus 4. Uh, and you have, you have advantage on that. Uh, was that your higher roll? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you two say these things, and the Council of Elders starts to sort of, uh, you know, they're like rocking back and forth, sort of like thrashing, and then they're like slowly rocking, and then they're just like usual amount of rocking, just like slowly back and forth in their rocking chairs. Um, And they say, well, very well. At the very least, you say you have something that can help this scourge? Yes. And I pull out the uh, do. I don't remember what I have it in or what, but. Yeah, you have like a, a real, a, a big old bag of it that Yusurai uh, gave you. They they look at it and they say, oh, ooh, this, this appears to be a powerful force of 
of nature. And another woman who hasn't spoken much says, we should tell them about the sea. Uh, and uh, the other elders go, yes, the sea, the sea, the sea. Yes, yes. But what about the D? <laughs> what about the A and the B? <laughs> and what about Coronis? <laughs> well, I don't... I don't know much about the D, but the Wink. the sea recently off of our western coast. It's me, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and I am asking you once yes. again to help save the western coast. Yes, Bernie, I know I know I know who you are, Bernie. Tell me about the sea. We we discovered recently that there are uh, pirates out out on the seas and they are poisoning they're dumping something into the water they're coming from afar and they're dumping their magical waste into our waters and it's affecting our trees and it's it's adding more illness where there already was the scourge uh, this cannot stand how long how long have these pirates been here where do they, they come came. from? What are they? They may have been coming for a while, but we started to notice them uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah two weeks ago. Yeah. Do they fly any flags? Six of them! Just kidding. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that would be super tight if <laughs> Grana's place was like just outside Six Flags Rim. And like we all like fucking took a quick vacay over there. Like I'd be tight with that. Just I just want to be on the record. <laughs> Maybe okay. soon if we get these pirates on our side. <laughs> now, they fly some kind of flag. Um, I I haven't seen the symbol before, but uh, it is. They are orcs. Yo, can I ask? Since I rolled really well earlier, and I was looking, and I identified that flag, can I? Can I describe that flag, even though I don't remember what <laughs> myself? Sure. It's basically like a very angular, uh, bony fist that's like sharp, and it's knuckles holding an iron ball and like squeezing it, and it's got all these like I don't know, it's like gnarly. It's not quite skeletal, but it's it's like this very like fierce symbol. It's kind of like a twiggy fist that maybe you could beat in an arm wrestling competition should you come up against it with something else in its hand kind of going along the fist ways? Hmm. That, um, that might be it. We, we haven't seen it ourselves because we don't tend to make the trip to the sea, especially not when there's orcs around. Ugh. Perhaps we should I go... I the stone fist. It, it might be, but they could just be good-for-nothing pirates. We should go investigate ourselves. Ooh, uh, maybe take the medicine to the sick people first. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course I will. <laughs> One of them stands up. Uh, it takes a little while. They're uh, shaky. They're probably... Um, you know, crouched crouched over through the doorway, Koromeep is still probably a little taller than this hunched figure. But uh, he goes over to Grana and uh, puts his hand on her arm and says, Kiri is very ill. No, Kiri, 
My sister. Is she in the, is she in the infirmary? Yes. You should hurry. I will. All right. And then I guess we're going to take our leave. Yeah, you rapidly make your exit as rapidly as as Cormie can kind of like squeeze his shoulders back out through the doorway. And you you rush uh, in towards uh, this sort of medical building. It's not quite uh, a hospital, but it's, you know, the closest equivalent where it's a a long building with uh, a lot of different beds uh, where the herbalists and the healers uh, all sort of station and work and collect uh, whatever it is they need to try and heal people. And it's it's very full right now. There's a lot of people who are packed into a, a number of beds. And Grana, as you enter, you you pass you're passing by beds and by these uh, these healers. And then uh, one person sort of stops and turns their head and says, Grana, uh, is it Anna or Anna? Because that'll be I don't know <laughs> if it rhymes with your name or not. <laughs> Anna. And I mean, <laughs> of course it rhymes. Brana. <laughs> Anna. Uh, she, uh, she embraces you. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I hug her. I'm so glad to see you. Are, did you did you find Elris? Kiri is, Kiri is very sick. That's a I, lot at once. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I did not find Elris, but I was able to find his notes, and his notes led me to the Dew of the Mother Tree, and that's what I've brought back to help our people. And I just learned of Kiri's illness. Here, I'll I'll take you to her. Are are they with you? Yes, these two are with me. <laughs> what about that third one? Uh, Gobi. Wait, which one? Yeah, Gobi. <laughs> yeah, there's three of us. Yeah. Yeah, they're all with me. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, welcome to to Blybrook. Uh. Okay. Come this way. Even and uh, Cormeth and Gobi. This is my sister Anna. She's also a teacher, and Kiri is my other our other sister, and she's the one who's sick. Nice to meet your acquaintance, Anna. I am Cormeth Thunderbuzz Musalakume, descendant of Promis. Wow. Hello. You um, nice nice to meet you. You're very tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is all happening uh, as you all are are quickly walking through this uh, medical building. Uh, when you get almost to the end, she uh, there's this curtain sort of drawn between this part and the rest of the hospital. Uh, and as she parts the curtain uh, and uh, you all shuffle inside, Cormie, you have mm, you know you're you're hunched, but you don't have to be like in half. Oh hell yeah! Um, all right, my bag gets a little relief. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of somebody who is used to having their shoulders uh, scrunched forward all the time, it's, it's still not very relieving. Um, you know, better than that last spot. Of, you're at one of those heights where you're like, should I just squat? Should I? Uh, Rana, you see, uh, you see Kiri, and she, um, you almost don't recognize her because she has so many of these sores, and she's clearly a little bit delirious from this fever. Uh, she's lying down in this bed. Uh, you can tell that this is sort of where they keep the more serious cases. And she's sort of just murmuring incoherently to herself, just, well, no. I'm, okay, I'm going to take one of these uh, drops of dew and, like, 
I don't know, put it in her mouth? Yeah, you open up her, her mouth. These are essentially like rocks or crystals, so they're not like literal dew. Follow um, the stone, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say swallow this stone, girl. No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. Hell yeah, hit this rock, girl. <laughs> no, he didn't say in character voice, so uh, I get it. You you put the stone in her mouth and uh, nothing nothing happens uh, and you wait a couple moments uh, and then she stops thrashing around so much and you uh, you feel that she isn't giving off quite so much heat and uh, slowly the sores start to uh, close up and heal a bit and she doesn't look 100% but she opens uh, she opens up her eyes. And she says, uh, well, uh, well? <laughs> Kiri, it's been so long. I didn't know you would be sick by the time I got back. I'm so glad I could get here in time to help you. I'm really glad too. I'm so happy with you. What is it? <laughs> you can, I think you can take that stone out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she spits it out into her hand, and then she sort of looks at it and goes, Did. Did Elris give you this? It's weird. <laughs> oh man, there really needs to be like a public announcement service here. Uh, n- no, not really. It was more of a spirit dragon. Um, it's a long story, but Elris is not in this plane anymore, and we will need to figure that out soon how to get him back. But I found his notes, and it led me to this do and. This is the best I can do for our people right now. Uh, she looks super astonished, like her mouth is dropped open, and she's like, Oh, uh, wow, you're, uh, damn, I'm gonna name a candy after you, like, <laughs> you, a dragon. Man, I thought you were just gonna go find our brother, but wow, that's, um, that's a lot more. I know, I know. The the journey turned out to be much harder than just finding Elris. So she says, well, at least you have these. Uh, yeah. And she sets it down on the table, and then a few moments later, the sores start coming back, uh, and she she starts looking worse. Carrie, uh, keep holding on to the stone. I don't know if you need to keep it in your mouth, but I don't know, put it in your pocket or something. She she picks it up. And, and she seems to be a bit better. Uh, and then she uh, puts it in her pocket and she seems to get a little bit worse. And uh, she takes it back out again. Oh, this is much worse than I, I was led to believe. Oh, no. I think it has to touch my skin. Yeah, it most definitely. This is not going to be an easy cure for everyone. And I know this isn't meant to be a cure, but even as a temporary relief, it's not that great. Oh, uh, good. So this isn't like, I don't have to like permanently tape a a rock to my arm. I mean, taping a rock to your arm will keep you well for the meantime. (laughs) So I, maybe that is what we should go about doing. (laughs) And I go and get like some, uh, medical tape and some gauze and just like stick it to her arm and like wrap wrap the tape around her arms so that the stone is constantly touching her skin. Okay. She, um, she stays well. 
Um, you don't see the stars come back. She seems a little bit more tired than uh, she usually would, but she is not uh, suffering the other symptoms of the waking scourge. Okay. Um, I'm going to find the nearest herbalist or healer and show them what to do. Show them that they just need to touch the stones to the patient and uh, keep it there so they don't wow. have symptoms. Man, you you trained me in Grana, and now you're you're teaching me more things. Wow, you you really got the stones. I mean, um, <laughs> I uh, do. That's this bag. That's what I got in the bag. Thank you for this sack of stones. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. So you see, uh, these halflings take this big bag of dew, and they begin to. Uh, hand it out to patients uh, and tell them not to let go of them. Uh, they don't have a, <laughs> an infinite supply of medical tape, but they start to wrap handkerchiefs around people's arms with that inside, uh, touching their skin and just getting it out to as many people as possible. And very quickly, the medical building that you're in suddenly becomes uh, a buzz with life. And uh, folks begin to start crowding around the group of you, not as much around Cormith. Your people seem pretty afraid of how tall he is, uh, but Yevon and Gobi and you are all uh, surrounded by these people asking so many different questions, uh, trying to find out how you how you found this and, and what happened and are you going to find the cure and what's what's next and do they have to wear this forever and and and. Oh gosh, <laughs> so many questions I cannot answer right now because I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I don't know, but we need to folk. <sighs> I'm going to pass out from exhaustion. <laughs> so I guess, uh, can I like use some like charisma to try and, I don't know, make things a little orderly, I guess. Uh, no, uh, what I'd like to do is, um, people, people, you're, 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 you're crowding Grana. Can you not see that she's very stressed at the moment? We've just come back from a long journey and she needs her rest. Give it, Give us this evening, and tomorrow we can hold a town hall, and uh, we can answer your questions orderly, and and give you what information we know, and uh, and we can go from there. Roll a persu persuasion check with uh, advantage. Persuasion. All right, and all right. That's a twenty-four. Okay. Is that a new hog in the rolls? I got a nineteen plus five. Damn. Uh, yeah, people are like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, people people start backing off a little bit, and they go, okay, I guess, yeah, we, we have some other things to do. One woman goes, I'm going to go see my wife! Uh, and starts going up, and everyone seems to remember that they have loved ones that they want to go now uh, and see uh, and show that they're better. Uh, so folks start filing out of out of your area. Except, of course, Anna and Kiri. Kiri, Anna, should we go to one of our houses? I feel like we could catch up better there than in the infirmary. I don't necessarily want to spend all the rest of today here. <laughs> uh, Kiri says, let's go to my shop. I uh, don't think it's open, and I don't want to be here anymore either. I've been here for, I don't know, a while, some uh, let's let's go back there, and then you know I'll start working on some things. Let's go. So, 
the six of you all <laughs> head back to this candy shop. That was just four plus two. I don't know why that was so hard. <laughs> the six of you head back to Kiri's candy shop. That's really fun to say. Uh, and uh, you see that there's there's all these sweets uh, that have been covered up. And, you know, it's, it's obviously closed. Uh, but you go in and Kiri's sort of home is is behind the the storefront so you you head into her living area oh, sisters please tell us about what's been going on since we left or since i left i should say uh i hear talk about pirates off the coast uh Kiri is starting to make some tea and and gives it out to each of you uh, and as you say this, uh, she's drinking some and she, she spits it out. She says, there's pirates. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that might Anna be said, you. the elders told me about it. Uh, and Anna says, yes, there were a few of, of our, uh, our fellows who were trying to find some, some extra coastal herbs. And uh, they went out there, you know, it's just a, a half a day's journey. And they saw these ships uh, just dumping something into the into the ocean and they saw that there were these strange patterns coming out of the water and it was leaching up into the into the soil and I, I went there and I checked it out myself the trees are they're in bad shape and the, the plants are, are wilting and I'm, I'm worried I've seen a lot to be worried about and this is just adding to that list. Well, hopefully me and my friends here can help figure out what's going on and try to steer them away. Anna, have you gotten a good look at these ships? Do you know what the flag looks like that they are flying? Uh, well, I I heard Piran talking a little bit about it. Uh, it. It sounded like it was some sort of granite hand a stone fist? I, I don't know. I didn't see it. That seems kind of like it's just synonyms for what I just said, but okay. <laughs> I, hey, you said a synonym of what I was thinking, so. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, great one. I, I heard your thoughts uh, <laughs> hey, use them. Hey, hey no, no need for sass. No need for sass. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, she smacks you on the arm. <laughs> and she says... I know that they, they said they were pirates. I obviously were not, you know, sailing out into the water, but uh, we, we saw a couple of, of ships get attacked by them um, when, we, when we were out there. It seems like they were robbing them and then getting rid of the things that they had, had brought and filling their ships back up with, with gold and, and objects and um, people. I don't know. Uh, Kiri gives each of you uh, a cupcake. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> um, yes, you can roll to see if they're delicious with advantage. Ooh, with advantage. Oh, I got a nat 20. They're the best damn cupcake I've ever had in my fucking life. Yeah. Ooh. That's my sister. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it's butterscotch and it's got this caramely flavor and there's something in it that's like a little bit salty and a little bit of something else that you, you can't quite figure out, but it's just, uh, it's so good. Like it, it melts in your mouth and it's just like, oh, it's gone too soon. 
Especially for Cormie. <laughs> Who just has like a tiny, tiny cupcake for his yeah, It's like a little hand. morsel, you know, kind of like a Hershey kiss in my palm. <laughs> Jerry, this is uh, this is perhaps the best, uh, not even perhaps. This is undoubtedly the best cupcake I've ever had. Well, where did you learn to bake like this? Oh, uh, well, I um, I learned a little bit from some of our our older siblings, uh, but they're not around anymore. And when they left, I decided to start uh, experimenting a little bit more. And then I just I love to eat, <laughs> so I uh, I got really good at sweets. Um, and I don't know, it, it, uh, it fills a, fills a hole, uh, and that's your mouth. Uh, and she puts, uh, <laughs> another cup of cake down. Was Elrisa a baker? Um, no, no. So, not so much. No. Uh, it was one of our other, our other siblings, but, um, he, he also left a lot of that. You know, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you can tell that Grana's special cause she came back. Well, uh, <laughs> we don't, we don't need to bring that up, Kiri. Grana certainly is special, and I think that uh, you know, with a little, uh, with a little more insight and and perhaps a, a healthy, uh, open mind, you might find that uh, your other siblings are just as special in different ways. I mean, they they taught me to bake. I think they're already kind of special. Shining <laughs> on you. Sounds like it. <laughs> it. Sounds like it. I don't know. I can never tell with even. Uh, weird. Okay, well, let me know if you want me to sweeten or poison his cupcake. Um, and then uh, Anna, Anna sort of sits up and says, Grana, are you, why are you so interested in the pirates? Well, we've come across a lot of enemies in the month I've been away. And they all seem to be a part of a group called the Stone Fist. And I don't like how they are posturing themselves. They are, they are looking to become essentially the rulers of Drim. And it is, they are pure evil. There is nothing good about them. And if these pirates have anything to do with them, then we need to get rid of them as soon as we can. Not just for our own people, but for all of Drim. And I want to, to demonstrate who these people are. I want to whip out Dask's eye and say, this is Dask Sharkler. They both sort of uh, scooch back real fast. Uh, and uh, Curie goes, oh, um, you know, he's not as in- intimidating as I thought he would be. Coromith, uh, don't hold back now. You have another eye. Uh, he gave that eye away. To who? You have a second eye. You have the eye of Isbit. Um, I think, or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But you gave one of you gave the other eye of Dask to Diera. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was specifically referencing the uh, the eye of Isbit. All right, so I'm just gonna like reach in behind, like I'm doing a magic trick, and here is Isbit too. They can look at each minor other. illusion to make little death. clouds appear around his hands. <laughs> yes. Roll a performance check. Uh, Which one of us? All right. Um, that's going to be a 17 plus a 2, so that's a 19. Damn. Um, they're like, uh, the two sisters are like, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, ooh. 
I uh, and uh, <laughs> Kiri says, I can't tell if I'm impressed or disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> A little both. It's not exactly tea conversation, but it, these are our trophies of the last month. So, and the tea is delicious, by the way. Thank you. Um, Anna says. Grana, are you, you said, you said enemies, your friend, how many eyes does he have? Uh, it's just the two right now. Are you going to go fight these pirates? I think we have no choice. She looks stressed. If we don't, if we don't want our water to be poisoned, we will need to take care of them. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to reassure Anna and Kiri... Although I think it's mostly Anna, but uh, Kiri is like uh, like staring at these eyes. Like she's gotten a lot closer, and she's just like right next to uh, Cormie's hand, like looking at these eyes. A little like, bit of morbid curiosity going on. More eyes. And I, I'm I'm making them look like up and down, down and up, left and right, right and left, like <laughs> like they're uncoordinated. Yeah. So this is happening in the background. Uh, even what do you say? Oh, I'm gonna say. Uh... Anna, I know it. I know it sounds intimidating or frightening that uh, that we have intentions of confronting these pirates, but we've fought through several small armies at this point, and I don't think uh, a couple of pirates are gonna slow us down. Now, granted, I guess we we don't really know a whole lot about them yet, but I have faith in in your sister's abilities and uh, the abilities of my other two companions. A couple of small armies? Grana, you're our next oldest sister. You can't continue this pattern. That seems rather demeaning. Why can't you? Uh, I'm fighting for a greater cause here, and it. I want nothing more than to just, you know, settle into my seniority and pass away, you know, peacefully. But I know, I know it's like 40 years off in the future, but... Shots fired! Is it? <laughs> hey, I'm 110. Yeah, um, but yeah, we. This is a fight worth fighting for. What That's do what we want? A fight worth fighting for. Why did you have to befriend a bard? Hey, he, he was one of the first people I just ran into. So that isn't comforting. I don't know if you have a sense of what's comforting anymore. Your 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 big friend clearly doesn't. Well, uh, poor me, just from a different culture. Leave him alone. His eyes don't cause anyone any harm. Maybe a little true. rude like sometimes, but... Who had the eyes harm? Yeah, well, they were clearly well, evil. We all we all helped. We all got in on Isbit, so... Matter of fact, I'm the Do one who popped the eyes? other eye out of Isbit. I don't, I don't like to keep trophies. That's Cormie's thing. So I, I just let him. I just let him do what he wants to do for the most part, and you know, try to teach him manners here and there. Anna stands up and puts down her tea and says, "Fine, then I'll let you do what you want, uh, and I won't care. Uh, you can go risk your life, but I'm gonna stay here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay and." Be strong and be here for Kiri. Uh, and she she exits. That's totally fine. You can do that. <laughs> we Kiri is like, and and Grana is that normal behavior for Anna? She I don't know. That's uh, a bit of an odd dynamic. I don't know. It's hard to say. These last couple of years have been very 
hard on everyone in our village. So if she's a little angry or scared, it's totally understandable. And I think she may just need some rest and hopefully she'll come around. I, I don't I don't demand that she leaves this town at all. And as a matter of fact, it's probably better for our people that she stays here. But uh, I'm I'm seeing the bigger picture here and I'm willing to fight for the good of our people. So we need to find a permanent solution to the waking scourge and these stones aren't going to be it. Gobi puts uh, his hand on your shoulder and says, you did the right thing. In the background, uh, meanwhile, Kiri uh, says to Cormie, how do you keep the eyeballs so fresh? Uh, and then I'm going to say, let's end there for today. Okay. Because it but is a response. <laughs> I don't want to know how he keeps it so fresh, frankly. <laughs> you probably yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't know either. So uh, <laughs> it's going to take a little bit of work on that one. <laughs>